Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, February 27th, 2020. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway stars James Marino. Hi, James Marino. You Hello. and I are back together again tonight because together Mr. Ma- at last. <laughs> yeah, together Mr. Matt Tamanini is at a little known show called Hamilton. Ah. You can't always be Mr. Matt Tamanini, I guess. He's Hamil Fanny. Ham, though. ham for ham. Hamming it up. Exactly. Oh, well, I but see. But hey, it was a very quiet day in the news, so I mean better places to be i guess but <laughs> very quiet day actually we did have a couple shows off broadway shows open on tuesday that we're not going to cover in full dana h and we're gonna die i didn't want to cover reviews though somewhat for selfish reasons james uh dana h has pretty much been lauded across the board everyone has loved it it got a new york times critic pick Everyone essentially has said the same thing, though. Go in knowing nothing about it, which is kind ah. of uh, <laughs> ironic coming from critics saying that. Like, don't I read, always believe don't that about history review. exams. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I always go in it, knowing nothing. Make it up as you go along. Yeah. So essentially, check out the show, but don't check out the reviews, which I am not going to, and hence why we're not covering reviews. <laughs> I see Dana H. next week. So, uh, were are you too young to have been in the crying game? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crying game, uh, keep the secret type of thing. Well, I guess Harry Potter did the keep the secret. Yeah, recently. they did do a little bit of that, but I mean, it was out for so long before it came to Broadway that if you were a Harry Potter fan, you probably already read the play to know what was happening. Mm-hmm. What, you, there's a secret we don't want to keep about Patreon. Of course not. Everyone should check out Patreon. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio and broadwayradio.com slash Patreon to support the show. Don't keep that secret. Tell everyone you yeah. know about it, in fact. Exactly. And uh, if you're not in a position to support us on Patreon, then uh, tell a friend to download and listen to Broadway Radio. You know, uh, there's many it's- ways to spread the love. <laughs> Spread the love all over town. All right. Beetlejuice is spreading the love because uh, (laughs) Presley Ryan is to play (laughs) Lydia Dietz on Broadway through the March. Yes, the March. Yes. As I said, a bit of a light news day today, but we did have one piece of Broadway related news. Following up on a story we talked about earlier this week. On, sorry, (laughs) I already screwed up the date. On Wednesday, it was officially announced, as we assumed, that Beetlejuice ensemble member Presley Ryan will temporarily take over as Lydia Dietz in the Broadway musical. She will officially step into the role on February 28th with understudy Dana Steingold on until Thursday night. This news comes a few days after Sophia Ann Caruso suddenly left the production, using her contractual out to pursue opportunities in television and film as a production person finally confirmed. Ryan is scheduled to play Lydia until March 29th. At this time, the production is not able to confirm plans yet for a permanent replacement for until the show shutters at the Winter Garden on June 6th. So it's a little hard to tell right now, James, what they're planning to do, either ultimately keeping Ryan in on the role or looking, I guess, for someone like doing the Mean Girls thing, looking for someone young and notable to step in with this little three months left to go in the show, unless they transfer it somewhere, which they're still keeping hush hush about. 
Well, I mean, maybe if they can um, want a smooth transition, they just put Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman in as Lydia Deep. Oh, I like it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think that's very good. Or Sutton. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> sure, that. they would love that. I think they would have to get rid of the F, the music man line, though. Mm, yeah. That, that's true. <laughs> or, or, or let. Or let uh, Sutton say it, and then really bridge that gap, and then everyone wins. You know, Disney would never let somebody say that on stage. Well, I mean, not on stage, not on film, not on anything. <laughs> Maybe like an Instagram story or something. <laughs> Speaking of Disney, Thomas Schumacher reveals the next steps for Hercules, Aida, and more. Yes. In an exclusive with Broadway World, Disney's Thomas Shoemaker talked about the next steps for several Disney musical properties. As previously reported, Elton John and Tim Rice's Aida will begin a new North American tour directed by former company member Shelley Williams, starting at Paper Mill Playhouse in New Jersey in 2021 before heading out on the road, including... According to Schumacher, the new production will look a little bit different, though, saying, quote, we want to reinvestigate the material. All of these things that we thought we knew about Egypt and Nubia were actually wrong. What we thought we knew about the dynamic of these cultures have changed. So we're really reconstituting parts of the show. In addition to Aida, Schumacher commented on the upcoming Princess Bride musical, which will have a workshop this spring, as well as the much-talked-about Hercules, which ran this past summer at the Delacorte Theater. That is an ongoing project, and while there is, quote, no intention of Broadway, several theaters across the country are, quote, dying for it, according to Schumacher, making it sound like a tour is in the very near future. He also confirmed it has now been turned into a two-act show with additional changes. So, James, I know you are probably still as bitter as I am. About <sighs> You're not going to bring that up. Summer. I know. Sorry to you. Today's chicks. I know. Oh, oh, never I got forget. a twitch in my eye. Can you see it? Can you... <laughs> I can, yeah, through okay. the screen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I also know a lot of people will probably be disappointed to hear that they're not looking at a Broadway house for this, at least not currently. I mean, things change all the time. But I think, obviously, having been in the park before, didn't ha they didn't really have to worry about a set, so if they're planning on embarking on a tour the world is pretty much their oyster for this and aida i mean it's always good to hear someone say okay we're fixing we, we've made the show it's not aged amazingly we can do better with what we know now and we're gonna fix it yeah so that you know it's i i'm always excited when producers are willing to go back in and say hey we can make this better Right, and, exactly. Not uh, our word is bond. We're never going to change it. What we wrote is now, it's like set in stone. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's actually good to see a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for there? A little bit of responsibility, I guess. Ah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see, uh, I mentioned on yesterday's Today on Broadway, I'm interested to see the direction that uh, Disney takes under the new Disney CEO, uh, yes. especially with their Broadway stuff. I mean, Tommy Schumacher has really done wonders uh, on Broadway with the Disney properties. So uh, I hope that nobody messes yeah. with his uh, his formula for success. 
Yeah, and I mean, we talk about that all the time as far as Disney properties on Broadway. And, you know, some people have qualms about them and other people are ma- major fans of them. But, you know, you think about how many kids especially have gotten into a Broadway seat because they wanted to see Elsa or Simba or whomever. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh, move on to our recommendation section. Sure. We have a couple for today. First up, the cast of the upcoming Girl from the North Country dropped by The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon on Tuesday night to perform a medley from the show of Slow Train and License to Kill. Matt and I have talked this week about kind of the necessity of how they're going to have to market it because it's such a tough sell. Uh, one thing you can all, you know, no matter how you feel on it and I've been pretty vocal that I didn't like it in London, and Matt's been pretty vocal that he loved it a lot. Uh, The music is always stunning. I think it's just a really well-orchestrated show uh, that, if nothing else, I'm looking forward to the eventual Broadway cast recording, and this performance was no different. It was just really really pretty (laughs) (laughs) so be sure and check that one out the other is from the new york times which i think this is the second times piece we've recommended this week very surprising i know uh it's from jesse green though and it's called is broadway stuck on replay and it kind of it talks about something interesting shows coming to broadway and People already being familiar with them because of either out-of-town tryouts or word-of-mouth cast recordings that have already been done, which is the case with Six right now, of course, and which has a huge fandom behind it already before it came to Broadway. We've talked about that in the past with things like Be More Chill, which obviously had its production years before it came both to Off-Broadway and to Broadway, so many others. And then you add revivals into the mix, and there's just a lot that's on repeat at the moment on Broadway. So Green is really kind of talking about things from the critic side, as in how do you write shows or how do you write about shows that have you've already written about and how that changes and doesn't change from production to production. Obviously, if you're putting on things like How I Learned to Drive, the topic stays the same and is unfortunately always relevant versus when you put on things like Mammoth, where generally opinions of Mammoth have changed over the years. So check that. I, I found it really interesting both on a writer side and an audience side because I regularly think about how my experience uh, and the material that I'm seeing is different if I'm seeing something, if I've seen, you know, three productions of, especially if there are large gaps of time between them. So I know that uh, there's a point of view about being stuck on replay, but did you get mm-hmm. down to see Beth Malone in uh, Molly Brown? I will be seeing it next week. Very excitedly. Okay. You have to text me as soon as you come out of the theater. Okay, okay I will. <laughs> done right. deal we'll, we'll all, table all this conversation until you oh have no seen it. is there is there a non-spoiler free version of what you were gonna say uh no okay so I'll just no I'll just... <laughs> other than other than i fell in love with beth malone all over again i was gonna say and fell i mean in love with... Beth Malone, that is not difficult to do by it's any stretch of the imagination. It's not difficult to do. It's just mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. It's such a tiny theater. I was like, that show should not be in that tiny theater almost in Brooklyn. Uh, it's it's, yeah. it's on the Lower East Side, so far down. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, Stage 42 on 42nd Street, that'd be a nice place for it. 
but we'll talk after after you uh, okay. after you see it. Okay, done so, deal. I'm excited. What do we have in uh, casting and other news? Yeah, speaking again of Disney theatrical, the organization has announced yes. a group of stars and creatives set to participate in this year's Women's Day on Broadway. As previously announced, the third year of the event is titled The Decade Ahead and How Women Will Shape It and will be held on March 10th at 1 p.m. at the New Amsterdam Theater on Broadway. The event aims to hold an inclusive, intersectional, and honest dialogue about gender equality in the theater industry and beyond. This year's participants will include Mandy Gonzalez, Ali Stroker, Shelley Williams, the aforementioned Shelley Williams, Elizabeth Stanley, Celia Keenan-Bolger, Renee Blinkwell, Linda Cho, and so many others, along with friends of the show and Broadway.com features editor Deep Tran, uh, Broadway Profiles host Tamson Fidal. The show will include several panels, including spotlighting marquee women, reshaping your story, far from finished, and more. You can see all the panel information and reserve your free, 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 free general admission ticket by visiting womenofbroadway.com. I love this event so much. And what a cast. I'm telling you, man, Disney leading the way here. <laughs> Apparently. Leading the Does way. That, That's, it's Does that make awesome. all of those women Disney princesses then? And Is some Allie of the men Stroker? Too. Yeah, and some of the men too. Allie Stroker, Disney princess. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't Here. even think about that. That's great. See? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And finally, James, in the lead up to Census Day on April 1st, oh. the Public Theater announced it will launch Civic Salon, colon, To Be Counted, a free week-long touring program of music, poetry, and discussion that will focus on the importance of the National Initiative the project will be part of the public forum program and will run March 31st through April 5th and visit communities in all five boroughs, including music from Martha Redbone, poetry from Sangu Jakam, food, conversation, storytelling, and a keynote speech from a local changemaker from each New York City borough. And additionally, of course, representatives from the New York City Census Bureau and census workers will be on hand at each stop to provide resources and assistance in completing the census during the event. Very cool of the public to be doing this, James, and incredibly important. I'm biased because my roommate works on the census, so I'm used to being told to do the census all the time. But make sure to get your census done and be counted and go to these events. We always love public forum events here. Come to your senses. Come to your senses, defenses. Come to your senses. <laughs> they shouldn't. Come to your senses. Yeah, exactly. I, would, I was uh, making up a title up. for the show, and I was like, the public is counting on you. Mm, 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 mm. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. But I do like, I, I, I think I like come to your senses more. Yeah. You and I need to open up an ad agency, right? We really should. All right. That can be our side gig. <laughs> <laughs> our side, 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 side gig. Oh, God, so true. <laughs> exactly. What number side is that? <laughs> it's a 20, dided, 20 dice. 20 dice. 20, 20 sided dice. 20 sided side dice. dice. Oh, <laughs> I just pulled out the massive nerd Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you did. You did. did. Whipped it on out. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Be sure to head
head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon to back us if you haven't already. Support the show and spread the love. And of course, follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Broadway Radio to continue the conversation. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And is it a Matt and Ashley show tomorrow? It, yeah, it's Matt Ashley all over. Matt and Ashley are back no, in the cell. No, tomorrow for either of us. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you then. 